This is the Sounding Board Podcast with Hachi and Damo. Thanks to Drinkwise. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to Drinkwise. The Sounding Board for Drinkwise question time. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to Drinkwise. Hachi, we spoke uh, a fair bit about the Buddy Franklin 1000th goal and my perceived, and I say perceived, negativity around it, um, JB's commentary, BT not calling it. There's so many questions have come in about that. I think we will refer most of these questions back to the main body of the sounding board, but I notice you do want to read uh, one out from Philip Crook on Twitter just to get us started in question time. Well, first of all, um, we've dealt with your negativity on the buddy incident in the main body of the sounding board. People thought I was a bit childish by mentioning the Mr. Squiggles uh, analogy of you versus the blackboard. So, I mean, I'm happy to take that on, on merit, but just before we move on, I did see someone uh, today have a different take on that, and they suggested that Cheryl's Neighbourhood was the more appropriate kids' fable. I was uh, um, uh, the kangaroo. Wasn't that kangaroo's name? Uh, Norm, was uh, it? And then you were called the crow. Me. You were called the crow. <laughs> <laughs> called the crow is even better than Blackboard for you. So if anyone else has got... If listen, listen, we're, we're doing question, Hutchie, this is question time on the standing board. This is not your observations about my qualities, okay? So get just to wanted, Philip Crook's Twitter question, please. I just wanted to put that out there. That I, I Good respect for that tweet from Sergio. And if anyone else has got any other suggestions, a demo from a kid's oh. show, we've got uh, the blackboard and now we've got Claude the Crow. Well, see, uh, seeing you're uh, asking our listeners for ideas, uh, please contribute to uh, what you think Hachi may best represent by way of uh, Philip, our youthful past. Philip Crook said, the best analogy following Damo's ultra-negative to Buddy celebration ground invasion, Damo could win first prize in Tats Lotto and whinge and whine about dealing with a large sum of money. Seriously, <laughs> are you denying yourself happy experiences? Didn't you, Philip. you see all the smiles? Philip, if that's what you're presenting as the best analogy, um, I'd suggest go back and uh, maybe do what Foxtel is doing on that Saturday night program and get some better script writers. Hey, um, what about the thoughts from Brad Fawcett on email, Hutchie, on the the interview with Buddy after the 1,000th goal? The mic wasn't working. (laughs) Did you notice that? Yeah, they're a bit stiff, I think, on the night, seven with dealing with uh, logistical issues at a venue that's... Not easy, so I felt for them. But uh, I, I loved also too, Hutchie. You've just been mobbed by, let's go with yeah. 3,000 people have, have, have attempted to or laid a hand on him, including his head and face. And Channel 7's got the uh, microphone on the uh, three metre stick. I thought that was good uh, protocols uh, abidement by. Um, look, one or two more on, on they're the. They're here forever, those COVID one. mics, aren't they? Do you think? Say again, I don't, mate. Think, I don't think we ever lose the COVID mics. I think they're here forever. Yeah, I reckon they might be. I reckon you're right. I reckon you're right. Hachi, JB labelling Buddy, and this is from Simon Fenton on email, the legend becomes the immortal. What pre-work would have you done before big moments so you could nail the commentary? Or have you wished you had something prepared because you look back with regret missing the moment? Yeah, well, I didn't really ever call anything of significance um, with that description. So I, you know, I was never um, a full-time commentator, so I didn't have a premium on the services like JB does. So I think JB did a great job of just summarising in very succinct terms. Again, to reference the main body, the sounding board, the best thing he did, he let the crowd in and let the moment breathe, which is actually quite selfless. Uh, the natural tendency in the moment is to put your, your your voice on it forever. But I think it's an incredibly disciplined and um, great piece of broadcasting to let the moment breathe.
Steve Coglin, Facebook. What's the public interest in reporting on Dusty, that being Dusty Martin, needing time off? Surely the comment from Richmond was enough without the need for, well, he's mentioned the Herald Sun, but and clearly others, to then speculate on his I future. Think he's, I think he's talking about the Sheen Inc. story, isn't he, on Sunday, which was the you know Sydney reference, I assume. Ah, oh, right, okay. Well, I, I think the reporting version. has been very respectful as a rule. And, and look, if he was referring to that too, I mean, that's that's a different style of column that does appear on online on, on Sunday and wouldn't be the first time by, uh, Dusty's been linked to the possibility of going to the, the Sydney part of the world to continue. But now, look, I, I, look, Stephen, there's often that um, analogy about is it in the public interest? Well, is, is that actually a little slightly different? Is the public interested? Um, and, and absolutely, when it comes to, to Dusty, and I think Richmond's handled it really well publicly. Damien Hardwick most recently on, on Monday night on, on Fox um, footy was was commenting on it. Everyone else has commented on it. Um, I think the media's been very respectful of it for, for what it's worth. Uh, Paul on Twitter, Ruse versus Eagles was a fairly irrelevant game as neither side will be in the finals. Were this, with all the COVID outs, to happen in round 18 or thereabouts with two teams vying for finals, will integrity of the comp suddenly become an issue and the game postponed. For what it's worth, I'm an Eagles fan. Glad it was against the Roos and not a better team. It's a good question. I've, I've got no doubt, Hutchie, that, that if something like this does happen around round 18 or even later, that, that there may be a different lens applied. Yeah, I have a different view. I think it was smart business to play the game. I think it was terrific to continue the season and play on and send a message. I feel that football found a way. There'll be winners and losers along the way. But, you know, there were times when mm. West Coast probably had a bit more of a run than the Victorian clubs did with their problems a year or two ago. It all washes out in the end. And I thought for West Coast, actually, it might have been the thing that rebooted their season. Like, the negativity yeah. around their narrative has almost ended. and They won respect. And they found a few things about themselves and their character. I thought Adam Simpson was given a rare chance to show public empathy, empathy and compassion and did a really good job. And I actually half reckon it might turn them around. So mm. if, you, if you asked uh, Adam now whether he preferred the game cancelled or they got that experience, I'd say he would say they're happy they played. Yep. John O'Bain on Twitter with news that the star CEO has just quit. How soon after Nick McKenzie starts poking around anywhere? He's got your name in this question too, Hutchie. Uh, should any fair-minded CEO just throw in the towel? I, yeah, I, I, mean, I tell you what, if Nick McKenzie <laughs> is about to do something negative on you, put everything on the table. Just get it out of the way. Be upfront with it. Don't try and uh, dance around it and, and don't hope it goes away because uh, it won't go away and nor does he. Yeah, I think, um, I mean, put it this way, if you're running a casino and his name can't on your phone, you more than just grab your bags, I think, the way it's going. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Daniel McCluskey, who's in Singapore, and he asks this via a direct message to the Sounding Board account, and he wants me to ask it. Hutchie, what is the justification for charging listeners outside of Australia $5 per month to listen to the SEN network? Given that rival networks are available live and free through the AFL app and all SEN shows are available free as podcasts, given you launched this subscription without notice as the AFL season cocked off, I can't help but think this is a cynical cash grab. It does go on a little bit longer. What, what's going on there, Hutch? You haven't heard this. Yeah, thank you, Daniel. Daniel's a long-time listener of ours in Singapore, so appreciate the note. Yeah, we are moving to a direct-to-consumer model outside of Australia and New Zealand. It's a... Um, hopefully an affordable $5 a month Australian dollar fee. And those living overseas often are in more favourable currencies than Australia, not always, but in some markets, i.e. the US and UK. But it's a $5 Australian a month fee. 
uh, outside of Australia and New Zealand, we want to grow our business and to grow our content. So SEN Expat is the brand that will run outside of Australia and New Zealand. Um, it is not an advertiser-based uh, model. And over time, we will add more and more local content or you know, interesting content for expat community, more long-form content, you know, things like rights and the opportunity to play them more broadly. So people can still catch up on our podcasts. You can still hear our calls through AFL.com. There's still ways and means to connect with, you know, our, um, our news service is free. It's not behind a paywall like, say, news is. SEN.com.au remains a free environment. But from a, an app and linear streaming point of view, it's a, a direct-to-consumer model, which uh, has been over, you know, overall pretty well received by everyone. And as we add more content to it and our ad profile changes overseas um, over time, we ask everyone to give us a go and, and stay with us and hopefully we can have a more direct relationship and add some additional value over time. Simon Morris on email. With daily life starting to get back to normal after a tough couple of years, what are some of the new daily habits, rituals or routines that have changed or you have added to your day-to-day life? Hachi, I'll just jump in there. Um, the reintroduction of the family dinner was something that uh, kicked in, in in our household. And, and while I've got a, uh, I've got two teenagers at the back end of uh, teenage years in, in the case of one of them, and one of those uh, teenagers doesn't necessarily feel the need to talk too much in dinner. It's, it's actually been a really good I think reintroduction of of what once was in, in our household just one other little little thing um I've discovered the walk Kutchie just as much and, and Simon just as much to clear the head as, as anything as to get any exercise and I've sort of been having a few walks as uh, as COVID has um obviously kicked in and then now we're emerging from I'm still enjoying the uh this a little bit of a uh, little bit of me time on a walk Kutchie and oh, okay. what about yourself Hachi? you become a skimming stone sort of guy with Janine in the mornings not quite. No, no, no. There's a little walk I've got down near the uh, the docks there in Port Melbourne, which is you can get away from it. Weirdly enough, you can just get away from the world for uh, half an hour to an hour or so. And it's uh, very enjoyable. So, uh, what about you, Hutchie? I know the one. Um, nothing uh, of habit because it's it's my life changes every day. But I, I must admit, I have um, enjoyed uh, more time with the dogs. Our <laughs> two dogs. <laughs> I think a lot of people out there have become dog people during uh, the pandemic. And the, and the dogs got a profile of their own. When we, um, in those first weeks of COVID, no one knew what was going on. You were getting your uh, your Uber Eats uh, breakfast delivered and the dogs yep. uh, barking at the door yep. with the delivery guy at the door. Um, hey, Sam hey, Thompson, hey. not the Sam Thompson, not SEN Sam Thompson, Hutchie, but it's from Sam Thompson on Twitter. What are Hutchie's thoughts and whether private ownership will be back on the agenda for the TAS AFL team and others? And would it be something you'd, you'd consider? I think it's a good model. Uh, you know, you that won't surprise you. I've said that before on the sounding board. And if the right opportunity uh, ever came along in the future at some stage, I'm sure it is like anything else that we look at as a business, we would absolutely consider or bet. I'm, embra- I'm embracing private ownership possibilities, actually, not 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 simply and limited to Tassie, but other options. And I, I think there's a fair bit of work going on in that space. I wrote something on uh, afl.com.au about that last week, and I reckon uh, it's going to be a story of the of the year in a form. I think it would go. bring good liquidity into the uh, competition too. Yep. Uh, Andrew Vitalins on email. What sanction will you impose on the coach, Scott Morrison, after he delivered an expletive-loaded tirade post-game? The Perth Wildcats are very conscious of being a family-friendly organisation. They want to promote their squeaky clean image as a point of difference with other codes in the crowded sporting landscape. Now, it says something about me. I haven't caught up with this, Hutchie. What happened there? Uh, Scott, I think that refers to Scott Morrison's press conference last week where it was um, there was one line reported that um, where the 
uh, the NBL certainly are looking into. So they um, have, I don't think, concluded a, uh, like an investigation into the show cause and that. So it would be probably inappropriate to me to comment. Have you, have you as owner, been compelled to pick up phone and ask what happened of Scott? Uh, I think we have conversations all day, every day about everything going on, good, bad, and indifferent. Um, so not me personally, not specifically, but I think that, you know, we'll wait to see what the league has to say. Yep. One what more. I would say, what I would say about Scott is he's done a magnificent job in very tough circumstances with his family moving to West Australia and has led our team uh, in very challenging times with his family exceptionally well. Yep. One more. It's an NFT question, Hachi. I'll, I'll direct it to you. Josh Bashara on Facebook. He's found interesting the recent discussion regarding an NFT deal for Premier League clubs for $500 million. Given the explosion in this space and the potential upside, how could we, should we, link this into the AFL marketplace and what could it be worth? I think the AFL are doing a lot of work on that at the moment. I suspect their plans aren't too far off being unveiled and um, you know, I think the history of the game will be probably a good part of it. Gotcha. That was question time this week for the sounding board. If you're choosing to have a drink, choose to drink wise. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Sounding Board Questions for Drinkwise. If you're choosing to drink, choose to drinkwise. Next week, while Hutchie is overseas, our special guest host will be Caroline Wilson. Yes, she's joining Damo, and of course, that means taking your questions too. So send us your questions now via the email, thesoundingboard at sen.com.au or get in touch via our socials.